Hey guys, welcome to the number 198 uh, ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Yes, today is the day the Washington Wizards opening day game against the Indiana Pacers. Yes, this this time last year, or about a year ago, the Wizards were in a much different spot. They had Spencer Dimity, all these players, but now they're looking on to take the on the Indiana Pacers. We didn't do anything like consistency this month to continue, but um, gosh, this has been a lot of fun to do this podcast. Uh, but let's get straight into this. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. Do subscribe, follow, share, view, because you don't want to miss a lot of Wizards content. Now, we're not going to be previewing every game, or at least we did 81 last year. I couldn't do the last game, unfortunately. Um, but um, we're, you're not going to see 81 games, previews, and recaps this year. But you are going to see a lot of episodes. There's going to be a lot of coverage on here. And let me just say this right now before I get into my preview. If the Wizards can win this game, it is very important. Because next week, as it's re- reported that Zach Levine will most likely be out for um, Friday's game between the Wizards and the Bulls for the Wizards' home opener. So if the Wizards can get this win, then play a weaker Bulls team without Lonzo Ball and Zach Levine, the Wizards could be standing in a good spot considering the fact that they have a tough schedule and they're at home. Um, you know, they, they could actually be in a decent spot. But they first got to win this game. So let's focus um, on this game. You know, to be completely honest, I haven't done some of these previews in so long. Gosh, this does feel good. Um, with the injury report, um, Vernon Carey, is questionable for the matchup. While on the other hand, Corey Kispert is out um, with that ankle sprain. Um, um, Aaron Neesmith, uh, the former Boston Celtic, is questionable for the game. So is Jalen Smith, one of my fantasy basketball players in two leagues that I have. And Daniel Tice, another former Celtic, is out um, for the Pacers. We're going to look at the starting lineup. It doesn't exactly quite say the exact starting lineups, but at least for the Wizards, you know it's going to be Monte Morris out there at point guard, Beal at shooting guard. Um, it looks like it's going to be um, Will Barton at small forward, Kristaps, excuse me, Kyle Kuzma at power forward, and Kristaps Porzingis at center. I mean, that's a guess we know what you would assume, you know, for the Wizards. I mean, I don't think that's any, like, you know, big surprise um, for anyone at all. When you look at the Indiana Pacers, what I think their starting lineup's going to be, if Jalen Smith plays, he starts at the four with Tyrese Halliburton, and Chris Duarte, Buddy Heald, and Miles Turner as Benedict Matherin comes off the bench with O'Shea Brissett and Isaiah Jackson. The former drafted Washington Wizard in the crazy uh, Russell Westbrook trade. But let's go to my prediction. I think the Wizards are going to win this game 106 to 101 by Coburn's catch. I think this game is honestly just going to come down to not letting Indiana take, get get out of control and get all these crazy 12 to 2 or, you know, those kind of runs. Between Tyrese Halliburton, Ben McMather, and Chris Duarte, and they combine that with, like, amazing shooters for the outside, like Buddy Heald, Miles Turner, Mather, and Duarte, of course, could shoot the three ball. Like, the Pacers' offense is a lot of talent. They have the opportunity to go on a lot of runs. But to try to let them not go to crazy runs and force them to be more consistent is important. This is a young team with lack of chemistry and with the Wizards more experience on their hand. I think they can definitely take advantage of that and play a pretty decent defensive game. And I think this is going to be a game where they do play de- decent on defense. So 
Um, that is going to be my Cobert's catch. Just don't let them go on any crazy runs. Spread time. It's Wizards minus one, Pacers plus one, over under 227. I'm going to pick the Wizards in this matchup as I do have them getting a five-point win. Over under, I do think under because I only have 207 points in this game. What would I do if I were betting odds? I'd do over under 221 points. That's a lot of points for two, honestly, unproven offenses so far this year because Beals will play with Porzingis yet. And then that Pacers offense just has a lot of risk with the young factor. And then I do Wizards minus three, Pacers plus three. Um, you know, I just think the Wizards are a better team than the Pacers than people think. Fantasy outlook, I have I think Tyrese Halliburton, one of the better players of fantasy this year. I think we'll get around 50 to 55 fantasy points. Bradley Beal, 45 to 50 fantasy points. Christoph Porzingis, 35 to 40 fantasy points. And Ben McMathur, 25 to 30 fantasy points. For those who are curious, that is head-to-head fantasy points um, that I am talking about. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? I think... ESPN having a 51.8% chance of Indiana winning the game. I don't think that's an exclamation point, but I think that is a question mark. I'm a little confused about that because, yes, the Pacers do have a lot of young talent and the potential to break out, as I mentioned. But assuming Bradley Beal and Christoph Porzingis will gain chemistry, combine that with Kuzma, the chemistry I saw in the preseason between Monte Morris and Will Barton also was amazing because they had that in Denver. Um, You know, to have that, you know, I think I would put, personally put my money on Washington, and I think to put an unproven team like Indiana at a 51.8% chance, I get it is in Indiana. I totally understand that. So I understand where ESPN is coming from here, but personally, I wouldn't put my money on an unproven offense. I put my money on an offense that has a proven 31-point-per-game score, on an offense that has a proven top big man, on an offense that has a proven champion and proven chemistry, I think. Um, putting I, I I would put my money on Washington. I give that a question mark. I'd probably give Washington a 53% chance of winning this game. And last but not least, who you got? After signing Bradley Beal to over a quarter of a billion dollar contract, he better be the best player on the floor in most games of the Wizards team, or at least do whatever he needs to do in his role to make the Wizards win. I don't care how many points he gets, how many assists, how many rebounds. If he does his part in the Wizards winning, I could care less. I just need him to win basketball games. And I actually think it's going to be less scoring the ball, but more passing the ball for Bradley Beal. I think he's going to have a double-double in this game. And what I mean by that, I mean, I think he's going to have an honestly an amazing game. 27 points, 11 assists, 6 rebounds, 1 steal, 0 blocks, 48% field goal. I think, yes, Monte Morris is going to have some assists, but I do think overall Beal is going to be the primary ball handler of this offense. And um, I do think that he is going to find Kristaps Porzingis a lot in the paint and also on the pick and roll. Watch out for that pick and roll. That is something I do want to say. Watch out for that pick and roll. That could be the Wizards' key is using that pick and roll. And then I think also finding Kyle Kuzma, Will Barton from three and others. Um, I think he's going to have a great overall game. I mentioned the stat line. So, yeah, I also think that's another thing with this team, too, is that you got to watch out for the pick and roll. I think Wes Unsell Jr. is a pretty good coach. Um, I think he does have his some of his weaknesses, which I think one of them is what caused the challenge. That is definitely something he struggled on last year. But he was a first-year coach last year. had to deal with injuries all season long. I think, you know, now he's going to have a healthier team, knock on wood, uh, hoping Kristaps Porzingis stays healthy. I think some of his schemes could work, and I think as long as he sets up the pick and roll, puts the ball in Bradley Beal's hands, the Wizards should be good. Bradley Beal's going to have to have a bounce-back year. He didn't play Bradley Beal-type basketball last year. Didn't play the type of basketball we usually expect from Bradley Beal. We usually expect all-star NBA caliber basketball from Beal. I do think he is going to get back to that point, but that wasn't something we saw last year, so hopefully we are going to see that um, coming up. 
But, you know, I think that is a key thing. Again, just have the pick and roll game running, and I think also adjusting. Uh, the, Ra- the Baltimore Ravens have done this too. I'm used to this, and the Wizards did it last year. Whenever they kind of get off to a big lead, even if it's just a record-wise, they the Wizards, they always seem to fall off, and they can't quite adjust. The Wizards, if they if the Pacers are going on those big runs that I think they should try to avoid, and they're getting outmatched by Rick Carlisle and the Pacers, I think, personally, Wes Unsell Jr. needs to do a good job adjusting. Adjusting his offensive play calling, defensive play calling, but also on the court, Bradley Beal being the leader and adjusting his style of play to make sure that the Wizards get this win. I think it will be close, but I think the Wizards got it on opening night. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, view. Um, let's hope the Wizards win tonight. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Real quick, I would like to say, before we end this episode, the top 10 players on the Washington Wizards, because, you know, why not? You know what? Like, why wouldn't um, we say this? Um, because I think that that would just be, I don't know, kind of fun. So, I think, now this is going to be tough um, to rank, personally, um, because... Um, it is going to be, it is, this is going to be tough. Let me see that. It is going to be tough. Um, number one, I would put Bradley Beal. Uh, I'm kind of going off the flyer. Number one, Bradley Beal. Number two, Christoph Porzingis. Number three, Kyle Kuzma. I would say number four, Will Barton. Number five, Monte Morris. Six, Daniel Gafford. Seven, um, Rory Hachimura, eight, Denny Avdia, nine, Corey Kispert. Can't really rank Johnny Davis yet. I guess I'll put him 10 with DeLon Red at 11, Todd Gibson 12. I'm already gone past 10, I guess. And then I guess I'd put Anthony Gill at 13, even though I do think Anthony Gill could get a big role on this team. Again, hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did subscribe, follow, share, view. Let's hope the Wizards get the win. Let's hope they start off strong. But that they got to hold it this year. I cannot wait to do this with you guys. You know, this podcast means so much to me. You know, I need distractions that I have offside. You know, like last year, I lost some grandparents. Um, rest in peace, Grandma and Grandpops. If, um, um, but, you know, I, uh, you know, I, there, whatever off the pot, whatever off the microphone stuff that is going on, I feel like this podcast is a great outlet you know, just kind of have fun. And I hope you guys are having fun listening as well. Enjoy the season. Enjoy the game. And, of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.